Is that Spanish? The lyrics? It didn't sound like English. That I just couldn't hear it well. I don't know. Good song. Sounded like a different language to me. Am I crazy? No, I could. I, I'm, that didn't dawn on me, but as you said it, I was like, yeah, I could see that. I think that was. What was the name? Uh, Borstal. That's uh, Nick Barker's uh, new project. What's the it's name like again? Hardcore. I think it's an English band. Uh, Borstal. Borstal. Yeah. That, sound, that sounded like a different language. <clears throat> I should look it up on like a. It, it was like it had to have been like Finnish or something. That definitely wasn't American. It was it was actually pretty, that was Nick Barker uh, on drums. Yeah, fucking insane. That's Who very toned down. Um, he played for an, every band ever, yeah. Napalm Death to Dumouriez Gear to Old Man's Child to every. He's like one of those guys. Like, mm. it's, a like UK, Gene Hoagland. it's a UK band. Okay, <clears throat> doesn't mean that that was English yeah. that they were speaking. Could have been no, and I just it just didn't sound like it's, I don't know. I, I didn't make out any word that that guy said. That sounds dope though. That's a that's sounds like Brooklyn hardcore. Sounds Blend like of punishing New York City hardcore meets hard uh, UK hardcore. Hmm. Real? Real? Almost like I've heard music like that once or twice. Spanish lyrics. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at. Ah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Sign me up for Rosetta Stone, boys. I'm on to something. Anyways. This is the Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast, and we are presenting to you Songs to Sip To, number 50, if you're keeping track. Um, I'm Eddie Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. And I'm Ray, other known as Dobby. And happy birthday, Dobby. Happy birthday, Dobby. Happy, 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 happy birthday, Dobby. Uh, I guess, thank you. I figure, like, if we owned a bar, I and it was somebody's birthday... I would wear assless chaps and come out and sing that song. Well, I'm glad you don't own a bar. <laughs> I feel like Gary should be here to ask for a kiss. Yeah, you know, man, but he seems like he's a little above the age limit. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, Jesus. Seems like he's a little above the age limit. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm too old, Gary. Inside jokes. Inside jokes. Um, <laughs> we're going to have some fun today, boys. Uh, today, what we're going to bring to you is... Just kicking some random music. We're all going to play our songs in a little while for you. So hopefully you find something new or old or whatever we end up deciding to play. It's just uh, it's a random kind of day. But we are going to do a, uh, a new top five because we're going to keep that going for now. Uh, we started this last week <coughs> until we come up with some other stuff to do or interviews or whatever. It's just a fun thing to do to give a little bit more of a show. Um, and being that it was uh, that it's Dobby's birthday weekend, essentially, uh, he essentially kind of pretty much ran the show on what we were going to do today as far as picks and stuff. So, uh, Ray, why don't you tell the kids what you came up with for a top five to discuss, and then you start with your list, and we'll go from there. All right. So basically, uh, we're just going to mention five bands that we think deserve more recognition, in mm-hmm. our personal opinion. <clears throat> All right. And I'll kick it off. With the first band that I put on my list was Monster Magnet. I think that they I'm are surprised to hear you say that. I've seen them live. And I think that they're actually a really good band, and they've got some good albums, but they're kind of underrated, and they could deserve more attention. They're one of those bands who, in like the late 90s, started to get a little heat behind them, and they got on the radio and shit, and I heard that one song, and it completely turned me off to them. Yeah. yeah. And I have Space no Space Lord motherfucker. Yes. And I have no clue about anything else they've ever done. The rest of their music's pretty... They're rock and yeah. roll. Like yeah. They're like straight up rock and roll. They they remind me of a band like... Um, Just uh, watch this wire. Oh, yeah. They remind me of... A, like band. There's a couple bands that, that, that happened to the 90s, right around the time when... 
We getting some kind of feedback? Or am I crazy? I'm not it's hearing any tiny, feedback. Tiny, tiny, tiny yeah. bit. Very tiny, right? Yeah. Okay. But there's, there's no wires crossed. I'm not it is what it is. No, I'm not worried about it. So, um, the uh, they they got lumped into a couple groups. Like if you actually listen to uh, what's the band that did fucking crazy bitch. Um, I can't think of it. Fuck, uh, you know, Black, crazy Blackstone bitch. Cherry. Fuck, or one no, no, of no, 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 no. Blackstone Cherry doesn't yeah. sound like anything like that. But that band. I know the song you're talking about. I just can't. Buck fucking, Cherry. Buck, Buck Cherry. Buck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Buck Cherry. If you actually listen to them, they're like hard rock. They just yeah. sound like Guns and Roses to me. They, that's what, the, and they're awesome. Like yeah. they're actually really good. I I like their first couple albums, mm-hmm. but that one song like blew them into the stratosphere, and that's the only song anybody fucking knew. And that's what happened to bands in that era, yeah. where you would hit that one fucking that one song. Nobody would actually listen to the rest of the, the music. They, you know, you you'd have fucking people go see them live because they only want to see that one song, and mm. then be like, oh wait, they actually play like hard music. They're fucking good, man. Like yeah. they're a good sleazy rock and roll band, and I think and they got Monster- more than one good album. So. Yeah, and Monster yeah. Magnet's another one like that. I don't really know anything. Like kind of Steve, like that one song turned me off to him too. But I and saw they them- got lumped in with metal. Yeah, yeah not metal. Which is odd. Well, that that time it was a weird time to be lumped into certain things. Like yeah, that, that's true. You know? But I, I saw them live one time. They opened up for uh, they opened up for him. When I saw him in like two thousand fucking eight or nine or something, I went up. It was a long time ago, and they were fucking great live. Like yeah. they they surprised the shit out of me because again, I only knew that one song really, and they they knocked my fucking socks off. I was actually very impressed. So that's a band I should probably go back and give a listen to because I might enjoy some of their stuff. That's a good pick. Yep, that's a good pick. And on to my second, I have Chrome Division, which okay. is Shagrath's fucking side project from Dim You. And they're kind of just a sleazy rock and roll uh, metal band. Yep. And uh, they've got probably three or four albums out now, and they're kind of under the fucking radar. And I think that they're worth listening to, so I think that they deserve some recognition. Yep. That's my second pick. They just um, put out another album last year or the year before. Yeah, I think they had a, a single out, too, not too long ago. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Uh, my third is a stoner band that I love, and they're pretty much a huge band, I think, but they're still under the radar, in my opinion, which is Caius. Mm-hmm. Um, my fourth pick is Failure. They've only got, I think, three or four albums, but they're a Seattle band that is kind of on the grunge era. Fucking, uh, we were talking about that earlier. And uh, they're good as well. And my fifth pick is the Steepwater Band. And they're just kind of, kind of a contemporary rock band, that's probably been around for about maybe six or seven years now, and I've been listening to them, and they're good. And another all, thing, they don't get, really get a lot of recognition. All good picks because uh, I don't know any of them other yep. than Monster Magnet, and I only know one song. Yep, there you go. I've never heard of any of the other ones. Yep, you never heard of Failure? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of Failure. Yep. I don't know them. I know uh, a little bit of Caius. I've heard a lot of people. I know Caius. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know their music though. Yeah, yeah. Chrome Division I know pretty well because I, I listen. I listen to some of their stuff. Yeah. Some of it I know, some of it I don't. But it was it was a good list because it's it's different too. So my list I feel like is going to be uh, kind of cookie cutter, but not. At the I same mean, time, I had so. Melvin's on there at one point, but I said there's pretty much they're still a big band even though they don't really get as much recognition as I think they should. They're still a huge band. Yeah, but big bands can still. I mean, yeah. I don't think they're a huge band, but yeah. I I know what you mean. I I consider them like one of the bands. I'm I'm gonna say I feel like they're in the same realm. Like they're I big in the too. underground, I but got they're one too. <clears throat> like they're big to us. Yeah, but yeah. they're not. So I would. They would have, in my opinion, they would have been. Yeah, I would put. There. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Caius. How do you say the name? Caius. Yeah. Caius. Yeah. Yeah. I would put them there. in the same division as the Melvins, as far yeah. as like they're yeah. pretty yeah. much a huge band. They're just yeah. low. Right. 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 Yeah. 
Like the rest of the, in other words, like the people who listen to HJY don't know who they are, but they would love them if they yeah. heard them. You know what I mean? Because it's a main, mainstream media, uh, radio play doesn't get, you know, it doesn't happen. But uh, so I have a couple bands like that. Honestly, a lot of my bands, you guys have probably all heard the names of. I've talked about most of these bands on the show, but in yeah. my opinion, they deserve more recognition. So if you look up the definition of recognition, that's actually what I did. Yeah. Just to make sure that my brain could like comprehend it. Cause I was, I had a different list at first. Yeah. Uh, the first band I think deserves, this is again, not, not really in any specific order too, by the way. Uh, but I put Fozzie Jericho's band. I, yeah. I don't think people, I mean, they, their last album, they had a real big hit on it. And a lot of people are like, oh, they know that one song. Cause that's what he uses as an, you don't song, really, song I think stuff. know that band too much though, unless you're a wrestling fan. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's, what's crazy is they're a real fucking band. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they're looked at like they're, uh, because it's Chris Jericho, they're looked at like a joke. Like, people lump them in with, like, Steel Panther. But they're, yeah. but they're not a joke band. They're fucking legit. The name doesn't help. The name doesn't help. because Well, it started out as, like, a cover thing. I was going to say, and it started out as a cover thing. And, and, and when they weren't doing covers, it still sounded like yeah. they didn't have their own thing yet. Yeah. The last two or three albums are actually all pretty good. They have an album that... Uh, it's rock and roll. It's, it's in the same vein as Monster Magnum, essentially. Yeah. Like it's, it's good rock and roll. It's The last album's amazing. That song, Judas, is a fucking great song. So whether you like it or not, it's, it's dope. Uh, but, like, they have a, a song off the two albums ago with the lead singer of... Um, Avenged Sevenfold that's really good that will surprise the shit out of you that it's either one of them. Jericho can fucking sing. That dude is a legit entertainer. And mm-hmm. if he was, if this was the 80s, everybody in the world would have loved everything that he did. But because, like, it's too cool to like people that fucking do multiple things, you know, he kind of gets shit on a little bit. But the fucking guy can act. He can fucking <laughs> wrestle. He's, he's, he's impressive. But I don't know. I give, I give that guy a lot of credit. And that band deserves a little bit more recognition what they, they do. Because even though he's a big-time guy, they don't play very big places when they do tour at all. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird. Anyways, I just figured give that some credit. Uh, my pick that it's going to be more like the Melvins for you is Crowbar. I don't like yeah. Crowbar has how many albums out? They've been around for almost 30 years now at this point. Actually, yeah, almost I don't think years. I would have probably known about Crowbar if Down didn't happen. A lot of people. You That's know? a lot of people. And a lot of people still don't. A lot. Yeah. I know a lot of people that love Down and have never heard a single Crowbar song. Yeah. It's just, for whatever reason, that band fucking, it escapes people. And it did for me, too. I don't know a lot of the real early stuff. I didn't really get into them until, like, the 2000 era and on. But uh, the, the last four albums are fucking bangers, dude. Like, unbelievable albums. And if you if, if you want to listen to some, um, like, perfect fucking heavy music, that's it's, it's one of the best. Kirk is one of the best songwriters in, in our lifetime. And he still keeps on putting out hits. I think... They'd be more recognized if the music wasn't so fucking soul crushing. The past couple albums haven't been. No, no. The last three or four, the last three albums from Sever the Wicked Hand, um, Symmetry in Black, and fucking I can't remember. Symmetry in Black is probably my favorite out of the. That's probably the overall best one. Um, those that's the one that he like. That's when I woke up to them when Ray actually played me that album. That's when I went back and was like, oh wait, holy shit! Like, cause it's not. It's more um, along the lines of what I played, uh, Kingdom of Sorrow. It sounds more like that than it does the old stuff. Like, their old stuff was, like, real doomy and real slow and sludgy. And the new stuff isn't like that. It's just heavy. And it's I've fucking got, amazing. Some, for some reason, that's a band I never got into. I heard a few early things. And I was like, ah, oh, that's all right. But. Mm. Dude, give, give from Sever the Wicked Hand on a chance. Like, the last, I think, three or four albums, it's not what you think. They're not, that's the, they're, I think they're a misconception band. People think that they're something else. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he kind of grew as a musician yeah. through down. 
So well, no, Down had a twenty-year layoff, so that's not yeah, that's well, not possible. Well, I'm saying like after Down happened, and they put out more Crowbar albums, I think he had more time to put into Crowbar. I don't understand that statement. No, no, because that doesn't make any sense. How would being in two bands give you more time to work on one? Well, I'm I don't saying, even think it's more time. I think it might make more of a different perspective on the music. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, but I think if you listen to the, I think what it is is it's a, it's a progression of music. Yeah. If you listen to the progression, well, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. The yeah. progression of what they were doing with Down, and then what happened on the later albums with Crowbar. I don't think so because if you listen to the the same time, Kirk is Kirk. What Down did was you you realize who was writing all the riffs in Down. If you listen to Crowbar and then you go back and listen to Down back to back. You realize who was writing most of the riffs. Most of the riffs that you love and down, it was Kirk. Yeah. Whether whether it was 1992 Kirk or whether it was 2014 Kirk, it's the same. He's got the same right hand. There's something about it's. It's just like like James Hetfield and Metallica. You know it's James Hetfield when you hear his. He's got I'm just right saying. Hand I think it aged well. That's what I'm saying. I get that, album. but I, I guess what I'm. I get. I, I don't know. I think the way you said it, I took what you just said more as like, oh, down made him a better musician or something. But that's not. He was the one who was writing all the music all, all along. So I, I think it's just, I think what happened was Down shed a, shed a light on Kirk and people went, oh, wait, hold on a minute. Because Down only had one album from 1996 to fucking 2002. Yeah. So it's, and in that time, Crowbar was a full touring band. Yeah. It's just, I think when Down 2 came out, people went, like, oh, fuck, like who was writing that music? Because COC was big the whole time, COC was a well known band. People knew who they were. A lot, a lot of people will tell you that COC was a huge fucking influence on them in the hardcore scene because the first couple albums, the first album's like a punk album. It's not fucking, it's not that Southern. Well, that's what I'm saying. It got more bluesy and bluesy but heavy as it progressed. See, I feel like Crowbar was always like that. If you listen to Crowbar, it was, it's just, it went from like real But it went from to, more sludgy to more put think, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get what you exactly. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, went, it became it, more soulful and it yeah, became yeah, yeah. more... It came, it came more heavy. Bluesy, heavy projects. Yeah, that I agree. Grew. That I agree. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, though. I, I think it was the yeah. way you said it at first. I, th- I, yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, it's that fucking hash that you had this morning that's talking. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, Crowbar. I think they deserve way more recognition for, than what they do, <clears throat> what they get. Even though they're a big name band, they're not. They're not anywhere near as known as what they should be. No, that's a good pick. Um, uh, one of my favorite bands of all time. He is legend. I think. Ray knows them. He's seen them live with me. That band does not get... They've gotten fucked over their entire career. That band signed a bad fucking record contract in the early mid-2000s. Stop shaking the table. We're getting all kinds of noise. This this homeboy over here. Getting uh, getting fucking wild. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, Heads Legend. um, Pick and choose whatever you like, but their last... Once they put out... um, The album in, was it 2006. They've, they've, the last like four or five albums that they put out, they took like 10 years off. They're just a phenomenal band, man. Phenomenal rock and roll band. And they they got lumped into like the post-hardcore thing from like the early 2000s, and that's not what they are. Their first album was. The first album was exactly that, but then they changed and they became something fucking amazing. They're just a phenomenal band, and they, they don't get any recognition. So I'm, I'm hoping that... They were actually just starting to take off again. They were starting to get big tours and turn the fucking world shut down. So it sucks. There's a band that just can't catch a break. Um, another band, recognition wise, Shadows Fall. I mean, some people know the name, but they don't get the the credit they deserve for starting the fucking wave of heavy metal that happened in the 2000s. 
they are the fucking reason why metal became metal or got like a second life. Uh, the first album was like 98 or something. Um, and it had Phil Labonte from fucking, uh, oh God, what's that big poppy band? Not poppy band, but he's in now. Whatever, he went on to do something else. Like, it's just, my brain's not working so great right now, guys. I apologize. I should know my facts a little bit better than what I do. But, Shadows Fall definitely des- deserves more recognition than what they fucking get. Some of the best. They made guitars cool again. Like, the two guitarists made playing a thing. Bands weren't doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was, it was, it became, like, uncool to, like, Pantera for a, for a couple of years in the early 2000s, early mid-2000s. And these guys, like brought that back you know kind of like they crossed over the hardcore kids into the fucking metal so i think there's there's like a a group of bands that kind of fall in that same category and everyone thinks it was a different band like for me that would be kill switch that did that uh yeah but if you actually listen to old kill switch um the guitar work is nothing like shadows fall yeah they're very straightforward they don't they're great musicians but it's it's um kill switch as much i actually just i just did a deep dive on kill switch and i when i thought this was Albums that deserve more recognition, I had Alive and Breathing written down. So I had that on here. The difference is, is what Kill, Kill Switch helped breach sing, clean singing back into music. And uh, they like if you really listen to their riffs, it's very simple. All the songs are very formulaic. They mm-hmm. figured out a, a pattern and a rhythm that makes sense. And every song kind of follows that same pattern. Yeah. And they just do it so well that you don't like you don't second guess it. Mm-hmm. Shadows Fall is a fucking metal band. Like, they are fucking metal. Like, they fucking play some of the most amazing riffs, some of the most amazing fucking guitar work. Ba- the bassist is amazing. The drummer's amazing. The fucking singing in it fits exactly. It, it, it's They're a metal band. They, they should have come out in fucking 1987, but they came out in 2000. You know what I mean? And that's just... Fuck, man. John Denias is the guitarist for Anthrax now. They're a lead guitarist. Like mm. he's And he's the best part of Anthrax. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's a band that, like, I think... I don't think they got like looked over. They they hit like a boom, and then all of a sudden they just stopped because they were too metal. Like they were, it was weird. Like when everybody else started going more like metal core, you know, like As I Lay Dying and bands like that. These guys were fucking. They're thrash band. That's really what they are. They're just they they came out too late or something. I don't know how to explain. They it. get lumped in with all the metal core stuff. They do, yeah, because they they helped they helped kind of like do do all that. So like that was part of it. Fucking. Killswitch was in that that realm. Lamb of God was in that realm. Unearth was a big part of that that movement. Uh, As I Lay Dying was a big part of that movement. Like a lot of those bands were the bands that kind of started. But fucking Shadows Fall was the first one. Like they were the one that fucking really took that metalcore thing and turned it into like a thing. And then mm-hmm. everybody just everybody just became kind of cookie cutter after that. So yeah. Anyways, uh, and a band that I, I my number one if I was going to number these would be Fear Factory. I, I don't think they I think they are forgotten about. They yeah. were kind of big in the late 90s, but not really. And I think they were kind of big because they put out that shitty cover of uh, Cars. That's a great cover. I think that, I hate that cover. I think it's a good cover. I hate it with a passion. I hate it. It ruined that band for me. And they, they were one of my favorite bands. And I was that was the time of when I loved them. It's you No, know it is. It, they did a very good job with that cover, but it's what the cover brought. It's it's the, the crowd that that song brought to the show. I didn't hit that cover until years and years later. No, it was huge when it came out. Really? Yeah, it was massive. There was W. Uh, what, AAF used to play it all the time. All those like when they were when they headlined the Snowcore tour, that was everybody went to see that song. Like all the kid, like all the fucking 
radio kids and shit because fear factor was around the same time as like orgy doing blue monday yeah yeah exactly there's a lot of people bringing back 80s yeah everybody all of a sudden started because fucking uh who else jumped in that that fucking train uh dope right dope did fucking they did well they did uh fuck the police yeah um uh, and they did a uh, round and round yeah which their covers i think is good but but uh yeah and fucking machine head did message in a bottle which is the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah, that's not the good. fucking worst thing you will ever hear in your life. Is Never heard it. Mich- oh my god, it's so bad. I hate covers. I'm not a cover fan. Period. See, I like covers if they're done well. Right. Yeah. Spine Shank did while my guitar gently weeps. Like it was a weird like yeah. new metal phase that happened. Everybody, and that's why I think I have a problem with that cover because even though it's a very, it is, it's a very good cover. It's just, man, like, I don't know. I think it's because of what crowd it brought. And so I have that. I just like the cover because it brings back that, like, the sound the cars had. You know, oh, no. That you know, it was perfectly done. Dude, if anybody was going to do that yeah, cover that well. It was Fear Factory. That it was, was the an fucking industrial band. band yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. Again, I'm not saying the cover was bad. I'm saying I don't like what the cover did to that band. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. And then, like, the next, uh, for Digimortal, which I have a soft spot in my heart. If you I go like back Digimortal. and, yeah, well, if you go back and listen to it compared to, like, Demanufactured. I like it better. Oh, no way. The manufacturer. I like obsolete. I didn't really get obsolete into amazing. the new stuff. I got into just obsolete. Sold a new machine and fucking. What was the other one? There was there was another middle one. No. Demanufactured. Yeah. There's recent ones that are really good too. Yeah. Genexus is all right. That's, I, don't, I don't know that one. That's the they, last yeah. one. That's the last one. I don't think I. Heard well, now that one. Dino is gonna put. He's he's writing a new one, and that was it was all kinds of controversy because Burton. Said that he's out of the band. Yeah, he's done. But he's also been out of the band eight times. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. No, I don't think so either. I don't think he should. Yeah, I think that I. What was that other band? One of them went to. It was a newer band, and they were actually. Divine Heresy is amazing. Divine Heresy, yeah, yeah, fucking amazing. And actually, that guy, the lead singer of that band, had so Tommy Vexed. He started out. I saw that. That dude. I didn't know that was him. Yeah, I well, I put up the fucking the thing with how he how he got fired from his new band battles. You guys would not like that band. Holy shit! Would you guys not like that band? But um, they were fucking huge. They were becoming. They were another one. They did that cranberries uh, zombie cover, which is phenomenal, and uh, that blew them up. And all of a sudden, Divine Heresy. No, no, no. Bad Wolves. Oh, okay. But Divine Heresy. So what happened with that one is apparently Tommy Vexed and Dino got into like a fist fight or something, and that they they put out two albums that are phenomenal, and like that's essentially what Divine Heresy was was if. Fear Factory never went like new metal. Like if they never put out Digi Mortal and they stayed like demanufactured era, that's what Divine Heresy is. It's fucking blisteringly they just have fast. That one metal. Album? Two albums. Two albums. I only know one. The first one's on Spotify, the second one's not. I don't know what happened. I don't know what the deal is with the second album. That's a band I forgot about until right now. I fucking I I think I played them on the show once. What Fear Factory or no, Divine, Divine Heresy? Heresy. Fear Factory, I I they're one of my favorite bands of all time, man. Yeah, I just I fell too. off, man. I fell off after Actually, what Did was that know? album I liked a lot? Is it called Arch Spy or something like that? Or Archetype. Archetype. Yeah. That's the one. That's one of the ones without Dino. Yeah. So that, I never gave that album a chance. That's actually a really good album. I've heard that. I just I'm a Dino fan. Yeah. So like, just like I'm a Phil fan when the Pantera split happened. I love Superjoint and Down. I Damage Plan's awful. I think Damage well, Plan. That's because they're awful. It's mm. their fuck. You know, man. A lot of people, a lot of people like stick up for that album, and I just I can't fucking no, do fuck it, dude. That. They tried to be new metal. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it at all. I don't like fucking hell yeah. I don't like fucking. I can't stand hell yeah. I can't get into it. What is hell yeah? Basically, the fucking guys dude from, Mudvayne. from Mudvayne. It's one fuck. dude from Mudvayne, and it's the bass player from yeah. Damage Plan. Yeah, and Vinny. 
But now that's see that's a weird band to me that they're going on without Vinny. Like I don't know how you can do that. I get it. They're still. I mean, that still was the, the whole band. draw of the band. That was the fucking. That was the band. The heart and soul. You went to see Vinny Paul. Actually, they did a really good cover. I think I played it for you guys. They did a Genesis cover, or Phil Collins cover. That was actually it was the last thing Dime, the last recorded thing Dime ever did. Even yeah. though he wasn't around, Dime did a guitar solo for fucking. Uh, <clears throat> oh my god! I played it for you guys while we were at his house one night. He did a fucking guitar solo, like a Genesis guitar solo, and he just had it recorded, and Vinny knew about it. So they did the cover, and they put Dime's solo work in it. It's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. And the video is actually kind of cool. Like, it's it's it like got old footage of Dime, like, spliced in. It's pretty cool. Anyways, so, yeah, I want to talk about Fear Factor because I, I think that band was is forgotten about because of all the fucking drama that's happened with, like, Dino and fucking Burton and everybody mm-hmm. else. I think they don't – I don't think they get anywhere near the credit that they deserve. I think a lot of what's out right now owes their entire careers to Fear Factory being who they were. Where, like, Meshuggah gets all the credit for that, I don't... I think it's Fear Factory. Garbage. Meshuggah's mm. garbage. I lo- uh, Fear Factory, I'll, I'll listen to all day. Yeah. I'm sugar. Just... I'm not a... Fa- I just can't get into Meshuggah, man. Me I saw it's too technical I or whatever they are for math metal or whatever you want to call it. It's too... Um, um, it's just generic riffs. I think that it's kind of like no the same way... No matter how many people uh, say that guy's a great drummer. It's kind of the same way Tool went. It's you stopped creating yeah. the rhythm of the music, and now you're just doing it because you think you're creating a science of music, and it's it's not really that what I'm listening sucks. to it for. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's too the, technical. I stuff. think there's no soul in it. Right. Is what it is. Exactly. It, you t- you're taking the fucking. It sounds like, and it's, I'm somebody. It's that, too much of a science project. It's yeah. not. It's not music anymore. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't know. I'm sorry we got into that much, but I figured Fear Factory, even though they're a big name band. I, no, it's probably good because we didn't have much discussion in raids we probably won't have much discussion in mine either just because it's so lesser known bands my my bands are polarizing and most of them are known about actually i mean he is legend how many people actually know who they are i talk about them on here but yeah 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 you know shadows fall too same thing fuck you just said it you you lumped them more into like the other shit and they are lumped into that but if you i think you like that album you got me give that a listen dude that album that you fucking picked up for me whatever the the uh of one blood it's, it's, it's phenomenal man the f- actually, I would that made me go back and listen to that album and uh, the Art of Balance and like me and Nolan will talk about like our top five favorite albums of all time all the time. Still do that. Like you know, you do the wish we should do sometime. Like you get stranded on a fucking island, we pick five albums. Do you have to listen to forever, whatever? No joke. Art of Balance still, in my opinion, might be one of the best albums ever written. It's oh, and it has a cover on it. it has they did uh uh what's the fucking Pink Floyd song? Welcome to the Machine. I'm um, what? Well, Shadows Fall covered Welcome to the Machine, I think. Is that the name of that song? Welcome to the Machine, right? I think so. I don't yeah. fucking know. I'll, I'll play that someday. It's fucking... That's a good fucking cover, man. They did a really good job with that. This animated lady has some nice tits. Not sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> what would Gary say? Oh He'd say she's too old. Oh, my God. <laughs> say that's legal. <laughs> <laughs> bad well, taste bad taste well on wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> sorry buddy we love you all right steve go ahead all right underrated bands let's see uh um excuse me bands that need more recognition same thing. yeah uh pagan altar okay they are a band uh from the I think their first album was the late 80s, and then they took a giant layoff until about 2006. Yeah. Um, they I, fall under the Black Sabbath kind of realm. They, they're in that, like, pentagram. Yeah, pentagram, yeah. same thing. Um, they didn't have the documentary to bring them back. They just dropped an album, and uh, 
Um, I think it's called Lords of Hypocrisy, the ones from the one from 2006. That's a great album, and they made uh, a couple more after that. Nice. Um, one, one a couple years ago, the lead singer recently died, and the guy from Magic Circle is now going to be the main vocalist when they do live shows. Nice. He's also going to be um, vocalist for uh, Summerlands, which I've played on the show uh, before. Yep. Um, number two, it's kind of like Shadows Fall or uh, the Melvins or Dark Throne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well known in the underground. Uh, yeah, but. and everybody knows them in the underground, and everyone knows they're one of the original black metal bands, but <clears throat> they've continued to make albums almost every year, yeah. every couple of years since then, and they kind of do whatever they want. They're not necessarily black metal anymore. One album might sound like... I mean, you could really dump like Bathory in that category, too. I mean... yeah. I almost did, but I kind of was like, eh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, also, they haven't the put anything died, out. So, yeah, he, yeah. He, you know, they haven't dropped anything in a long yeah. time. And I don't like a lot of the Viking uh, Bathory stuff. Yeah, I'm mixed on it. Yeah. Actually, the other day I was driving around. I had nothing to do. This is Monday. You no, know, Martin Luther King Day, Monday, last Monday. Yeah. And I listened to the first Ven album, album front to back, and I don't think I ever have, actually, which was weird, but. The first one's weird. It's so raw. It's hard yeah. to listen to. Some of it's really good, and then there's yeah. like one. There's like a song that almost sounds like like swing music or something. It's really fucking weird. I, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the song, but it, it threw me off. But the rest of it's pretty good. Then I started listening to the second one, and then I, I second one listen. is black metal, right? Uh, no, the first one's black metal. The second one is uh, uh, first the, one's got the, buried alive and all that. Yeah. yeah, the second one's the one with the gold. I can't remember the name of it. I think that's actually the first. Mm -mm, it's the other way around. Black Metal is the first one. That one came out in 81 or 80. And then I'll look it up right now. Just because it reminded me of that because they have a song called ba something something Bathory on it. And that's... Where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's yeah, that's on one. the Black Metal album. Yeah, that's yeah. the first one. All right, well, you look that up. Um, third would be The Chasm, uh, Mexican black metal band. Yep. Um, kind of technical, kind of weird at the same time. And... I think oh, I've heard you're right. before. Holy shit, yeah. Welcome to Hell was the first one. I yeah, didn't realize yeah. that. That one's a real, real, real raw Yeah, that's the real raw one. It's, yeah, it's kind of right. hard to listen to. That's the, I thought it was the other way around. I was my bad. <clears throat> yeah, Black Metal's the second one. I listened to Black Metal, so it was the second one then. Yeah, you're right, because I went. I thought it was the other way around, and I put on the, the one with the gold on it next, second, yep. and I was like, oh, this isn't as good as yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Yeah, that was my bad. At War with Satan is the third one, and then went on from there. So yeah, you're right on that one. Look at you. <laughs> Almost like you know what you're talking about, yeah. dude. Uh, yeah, Mexican uh, death metal band, uh, technical and, and weird, and you can hear. Yeah, I their, think I've heard them before. They're pretty good. Yeah, you can hear their influence on a lot of newer bands. Um, a lot of people even who know death metal don't really know them. Um, Necromantia, uh, Greek, one of the first Greek black metal bands, which has a completely different sound than um, than the Norwegian stuff. Yeah. And Psy, which is another black metal band. Okay. Japanese, right? From from Japan. Euronymous yeah. um, signed them when he was still alive. And um, they got real, real, real weird with it after the first couple albums yeah. with like horns and all kinds of shit. But <clears throat> I haven't heard a lot of it, but I do like the uh, the early stuff. It's, yeah, it's... they're an interesting avant-garde sound for the uh, the black metal scene. Yes. And that's it. Cool. That's good list. Good list. Yeah. See... And then, but another set of uh, overall good conversations that came out of that. So yeah. we got some good stuff. And that's why we do things like top fives now, guys. Because there's something to do. So hopefully uh, everybody enjoyed that. What do you think? What do you think is a band that should uh, deserve more recognition? What's your definition of a band that deserves more recognition? Um, 
yeah what else uh what other things would you like us to discuss or argue about I, i'm hoping that we get a, a more like a we should come up, try to come up with one or two more controversial ones where it'll be like we'll be able to like not argue them but kind of go back and forth a little like even with me and ray with talking about the crowbar thing mm-hmm. like it wasn't necessarily an argument but he just wasn't exp- like what he said didn't you didn't exp- pick it out the, the way i worked yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the way like, you were trying to explain it which makes sense you're stoned i'm not it, you know it's life every day every day i do Every day I do. I'm so hot and melt all this ice. Those are the best commercials ever. Tracy Morgan. All right, Ray's up next. He's going to play three songs. We're going to come back, talk about them. I'm going to play a couple songs, then we're going to come back and talk about them. Steve's going to play a couple songs. You know the fucking drill. Yep. Ray, go for it. Kick it, Steve. Do it.
while I'm getting the cord all set up. Steve, if your notes are done, show sure. it. All right, first song. Uh, some nice 70s groove to start it off. Good clean vocals with a tone that fits the music. Musically reminds me a bit of later in solitude. Yeah. Doesn't sound gothic, but it sounds gothic at the same time. Um, nice slow down section at the end brings in a little atmosphere before it kicks back in again. I gave this a 2.7. Cool. I put a uh, cool start so far. Production is solid. Vocals kick in a little bit different than I was expecting, but it fits very well. Uh, good rock tune so far. like the break mellow, uh, mellow section. Um, overall, solid tune. I give it a 2.8. Good, good uh, rock and roll tune. Nice. Cool. Uh, this is a band called uh, Nocturnalia. Nocturnalia? Yeah. Nocturnalia. I don't know how to pronounce this right now. Hey, I think you get Nocturnalia. Yeah. yeah. It's probably right. Probably Nocturnalia. Probably. Yeah. Elia. Nocturnalia. L. Yeah. yeah. L. The name of the track is Forsaken. This came out in 2019. I just picked this up on vinyl a couple weeks ago. Uh, whole album's pretty much solid. The same kind of sound that you heard in that one track. Nice. Uh, Kind of like in solitude, kind of nails it. Uh, good band, check it out. I like it. Was that a recent discovery or? That was a discovery that I found probably about two months ago. Nice. And I've been kind of waiting to play it because we've been doing themes, so mm -hmm. I didn't really want to just jump them in there, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Today was a good day to do it. Nice. All right, track two. Uh, nice bluesy guitar licks open the song. <clears throat> nice bass work going on in the background. Vocals aren't a quiet taste, but I don't mind them. Um, Kind of stopped taking notes, and I'll be honest, got a little bit bored with the song after a minute because there wasn't much variation. Uh, I gave it a 2-3. All right. Uh, I put a uh, classic stoner tune. has a salad, uh, 70s style to it. Uh, good overall tune and flow to it. Good driving music. Cool fuzzy solo. Like Steve, there wasn't a lot to this one. It was a good song, but it was very, like, you know, right, right forward. I gave it a 2-5 because I, I liked uh, – I could picture, like, a, a nice warm – day driving mm -hmm. like through the backwoods or something this is what this is the kind of song i like to drive into you know, yeah drive and you know have a backwoods just yep. rolling through the woods man you know driving like a, a hilly road you know i like shit like this for that cool good song uh this is sam sarah blues experiment this is off the new album this is a track called massive passive all right oh that's that's new yeah that's okay. brand new 2021 that didn't sound new at all nope, nope. Yeah, i've always heard of that band but i don't yeah. know have you played them before I might have played some of their old stuff on the show a while ago. All right. Track three. Um, this is Manila Road, right? You got it. All right. Uh, Manila Road. Love these guys. Just good hard rock with some doom mixed in. Not not necessarily in this song, but um, more quiet taste vocals, but I love these vocals. Uh, yeah. To me, this is a great driving song like Ed, Ed for the last mm -hmm. one. This is just fucking break out your fucking T-top Camaro, roll the windows down and fucking just drive. Just go for yeah. it. Uh, nice solo uh, towards the end. I gave it a 2.7. Cool. So I'm torn on this one. Uh, and I'll explain why in a second. So the mix on this one is really odd. It's off. Something's wrong about this mix. It's not. They. Sh I don't know how old this is, but somebody should have fixed this Pretty or remastered old. it. Yeah, It's probably fucking 30 years old. Yeah. Somebody, needs, somebody needs to remaster that because the mix on it's horrible. That probably is the remaster. It's, it's <laughs> horrible. Is. Um, drum, drums are mostly coming through the right side. Um, not a bad, I mean, not, not a bad Maiden style riff. Good circle pit tune. Uh, but, but the production is just throwing me off. And like, I kept on trying to like shut my brain off to that and just listen to the song because I liked what was going on in the background because the guitar work was great. The singing and the vocals fit very well. The lyrics actually fit very well. I like that. 
Um, the fucking audible bass holding down the backbone of the song was great. Um, but man, like the fucking the the fucking weird mix just it was just something wasn't right on that. Like the half the drums kind of has like through. a low drum. No, no, the drums were there, but it was only in one side. The drums were it's not completely, but most of the drums came through the right side with yeah. like a tom hit or a like a fucking snare hit once in a while coming through the left. Like mm. the the whoever mixed these drums had no fucking clue what they were doing that or they just the whatever equipment they had was really bad, which they was going, probably the case. Or they were going for something and they just failed at whatever yeah. they were going yeah, for. Yeah, because you could tell it was the ba- the drums weren't recorded poorly. The mix of the drums was done poorly. Mm. It's not the drum like you could hear the drums very well actually. Like the, they were coming through great, but the problem is it was like blasting one ear and then the other one wasn't ha- nothing else was coming out of the other mm-hmm. side. It was it was like I think my also my headphones are really bass heavy yeah, too. True. So I'm feeling something different than you guys are hearing. Yeah. So you guys are getting more of a stereo sound. I'm getting more of like a fucking, like a raw, like not raw, but. Well, all, all three of us are getting something because his is very light. Bass, clear. Light. Yeah, I can't, very, I can't listen to those. Those are, for mi- those are for mixing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas that's for listening. And these are two just with less bass. Yeah. Yeah, you guys get more of an overall sound. You yeah. guys are hearing a little bit more in the background. Where I, I'm, I'm, I could hear all the stuff in the background. Yeah. But the drums, like, the fucking what should have been, like, it should have been audible in both ears what was going on. And, I like, drums can can do that. They can go yeah. back and forth. But the problem was there wasn't enough, um, there wasn't enough coming out of the left side for, for, for the mix to, mm-hmm. like, to, to hide that. And it, it's just whatever, I don't know how old, again, the song got a two. Mm-hmm. It really, musically, if the mix wasn't so weird for me, it would have been, like, a two five two seven somewhere in that range because it fit well with the other two songs. But I just, I couldn't. It might have just been my listening experience, but that that was killing me. And I'm, I'm a percussion guy, so you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. it's, that's all. But it was a, it's a very cool song. I bet if I listen to the album, I'd probably love it. I still I liked it a lot. Still, it's just weird. Though. Nah, it's cool. Uh, so like Got Steve me. said, this is Manila Road. The name of this track is Divine Victim, and this is off the Deluge. Okay, nice. Nice. It, I've, I know who that. I know of that yeah. band. I've mm-hmm. heard I've heard a lot about them. I just don't know. And how. they made my kind of under the radar mix, I think, too. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or I had them on there at one point, I think. Yeah. Because they're kind of an underrated band from the early 80s, 70s, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to change everything right now. <laughs> it's going to be wild. Especially with this random day. Like, I've, I've been sitting on some stuff, and my brain uh, went to some stuff. So we're going to... You guys are lucky I had a 10-minute song. I decided to take it we'll out. Change it up. Uh, I think what I'm gonna, I, I'm definitely gonna turn this down. I'll adjust it as it goes, but it's gonna blast the, f- right. especially compared to the production stuff that he just played. It's gonna be, we, we should be fine. I'll just put that to normal. Um, and uh, let me get this ready. And uh, all right, three, two, one. Fuck the American
Oh, God.
It's a quarter to two and the bars are all closing Nobody looks how they think The guy in the corner with spit in his beard Wearing more than he drank of his drink The dancers are shaking like ants Desperate to find a last minute queen While the rest of us are all headed home To try finding comfort in dreams this isn't life And I know that I chose it But I can't stand waking up And nobody knows it I'll never find the strength To change what I need Is this who I'll always be? I open my eyes and the room is still spinning I joke about buying a vow The funniest part of this feeling Is knowing the answer but nothing comes out So I'm shaking around like I'm hanging from something I know is about to break Like I'm biting the gun but the safety is on I threw up the pills I ate the notes are all scribbled in pencil Without really knowing what I'm trying to write Something like goddamn the man who said everything's gonna be fine But life is a lot like a sewer We get out of it what we put in And that's when doubt kicks in Maybe I just don't have it inside me Maybe there's too much I couldn't face I just wanted someone to come down from heaven and explain This cold and fucked up place But I'll just keep trying to hide it Until there's nothing left to save In the end, I know I'm gonna die Buried in another man's grave Well, all right. Well, that's a mood killer. (laughs) (laughs) I saved it for the fucking last song. Jeez. Hit you with a fucking... Left hook, man. You didn't see that shit coming, did you? Nope. All right. I'm in the, very interested to hear the opinions on this stuff, but definitely that last one because I've been holding on to that one for a little while. Go for it, right? All right. I got a semi-slow intro into an upbeat hardcore. Uh, didn't really take too many notes. I was just kind of listening to it, short and to the point. I gave it two and a quarter. All right. Uh, couldn't help but nod my head to that starting riff. Great riff during the hook also. Everything in between, I could take or leave, um, but the the riff during the chorus is ridiculous. Um, nice breakdown towards the end, two point five. Cool. Uh, that's Walls of Jericho. That's a chick singing. Okay. Um, that's an album from uh, two thousand eight called The American Dream. That's the title track off the album. 
Uh, I fucking I love that band. Have for a really long time. Um, played them before, right? Yeah. Once, yeah. We did a all female singer mm-hmm. thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we should we, probably do that again. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, uh, if we do that, I'd like to have like like Rosie or somebody on. Yeah, we'll have to bring like a, a chick that's into music on. But um, yeah, I, I just I've been listening to mid like early two thousand to mid two thousand stuff. Called a lot American lately. Nightmare. No. I just said the American Dream, right? American Dream. Yeah, yeah, that's Dusty Rhodes. But actually, there's a band that we know from Rhode Island called the American Nightmare. But uh, it was the Walls of Jericho. Um, That song is awesome. It fits in. I personally feel like it fits in everything that's been going on lately. If you listen to the lyrics, they're Mm -hmm. they're unbelievably fitting for what's going on in the world right now. Whether it doesn't matter what side you're on, but they're very fitting. Plus, dude, you want to lift an extra guarantee to give you an extra ten percent on your on your bench when you Mm -hmm. listen to that that whole album. That if you like that riff. Listen to that album. It's fucking insane. And then that's when they just stopped. Like, she got married, had a kid, and yep. then they put out an album in 2016. They didn't put out anything from 2008, which was this album, to 2016. They put out one other thing, and it's it, you can't find it on Spotify for whatever reason, but I have it upstairs. It's a it's a uh, EP. It's a five-song EP that's all acoustic. And she's got a fucking voice. Like, her, she can fucking sing. Corey Taylor actually from Slipknot produced it and they recorded it at his house and he's on like three of the songs it's very good and they actually did a really good cover of um, House of the Rising Sun so she can she's fucking phenomenal now she's like a power lifter she's only like 5'2 and she's, she can bench more than me which with that voice you'd imagine right yeah I wouldn't have guessed that was a girl yeah she's she's she beats the um, in my opinion in heavy music she has the best female heavy vocals she's one of the only ones you 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 have no idea. You can't tell. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I I know that there's a million other like chicks singing, but they to me they all just sound like chicks singing, which is fine. There a lot of them are very good, uh, but she's the one who fucking she broke that like that barrier, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. So, and just ferocious, absolutely fucking ferocious. And the music, the music's nasty. Like you, I saw you had not in your head. So, um, anyways, um, one of my favorite bands. Shout out to the chick in this movie wearing a Joy Division shirt. Also, right. I I was I was wondering if I was gonna be the only one who saw that. All right, second track. Yeah. Yep. I got uh, fast paced off the bat. I like the vocals. Has an '80s thrash feel. It goes from heavy to kind of a higher uh, heavy vocal. Uh, big drum sound and the lead picks us up. I gave this a 2.75. All right. All right. Uh, nice thrashy start. Dude sounds kind of like the guy from Exodus. Um, actually, this sounds like it could have come off Tempo of the Damned. Yeah, I, th- um, I think that same thing. Some nice staccato riffing in the middle, which is kind of unexpected. Blazing solo. Damn, second half of the solo is even better. And then it breaks into this In Flames metalcore riff that actually fits nicely on this track. Uh, 2.8. Dope. This is a band I just found out about a couple weeks ago. Uh, they're called... I'm not sure to pronounce this. It's either Angelus or Angelus. But it's A-N-G-E-L-U-S, and then the second part of it's Apartheid, or Partida, rather. They're from Spain. Um, so it's, again, it's it's Angelus Apartida, A-P-A-T-R-I-D-A. I think I saw that recently, but I didn't listen they, to it. They popped up, so this this album, this song just came out Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I First time I heard the song was this, this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found out about them because of another song that they put out a couple weeks ago that popped into my, like, radar or whatever. They're ha- they're, I'm 100% looking forward to this album. This album's going to come out this year. They've dropped three solos from it so far, singles so far. Um, this song is called The Age of Disinformation, which, again, if you listen to the lyrics, fits so unbelievably well with what's going on right now in this world. And I thought that that would be a I think be a lot of bands thing. are projecting that in the music right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. But unless you uh, just take it for your own interpretation of how it fits in. Yeah, um, this one. I mean, it just seems very fitting considering. Yeah. I mean, the album was obviously clearly recorded months ago, so it yeah. has nothing to do with this very second. Plus, yeah. it's from Spain, but it's just classic thrash lyrics, classic thrash sound band. But they came out now. The only other album I've listened to, they put out an album in 2018. I don't know how to pronounce any of it, um, but it's fucking nasty. So if you're into like that late Exodus, you know, with um, uh, well, Sousa? yeah, 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 yeah. Zetro, um, then I think you'd like this. I think I think both you guys would really enjoy uh, what I've heard so far. So dig your own, uh, do your own deep dive. But this album, plan on this one probably being in my top ten. Uh, so I already, and I'm only three songs into. Speaking it so of, far. I was expecting to hear some Frozen Soul from you this week. Well, I figured here if, if that would have happened if we never had that conversation. Yeah. yeah to be honest with you. Yeah. So because of the fact that me and you both know that now, I just I held off. From yeah. That. I'm sure one of us. So I feel like one of us. We should do you know how we did the the first quarter or whatever you know the f- first half of yep. the year. Yeah. Like he he brought up the since 2021, but I, it's just too fucking soon. Mm. I think you need to go either like the first three months or just go through the first six months and yep. then, then do that because that that will end up. We'll end up, both of us will end up playing that at some yeah. point this year. Because that, that album is that good. I've listened to it that many times already. Like, seven, eight times now. Yeah, me too. It's, it, it's a gnarly album. And I got I got Joe Walsh to listen to it. And he's like, dude, that's fucking, that's some groove. I'm like, yeah, man, that's that's what got me on it. The I fucking, music is what sold me. I pre-ordered it, and I still haven't fucking got it yet. A lot of shit's backed up right now. This shirt came in like a week and a half. But then I got another shirt in that I ordered in fucking November. And it didn't come until now because of mm-hmm. the processing of even t-shirts. Everybody's behind, backed yep. up right now. Uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys check them out. I think you guys would both really enjoy that band. Um, and now for the fucking the twist, the twist. Let's see what happens with this one. I'm very interested to hear what you guys think of this. All right, I got uh, folky uh, acoustic, uh, clean vocals with a depressing reality. Almost has a Bob Dylan twist to it. Uh, not bad. I gave this a 2.85. All right, uh, considering that's one of the highest grades you can give it, yes, I would say that's not bad, right? <laughs> Uh, first half of the first verse feels like Tenacious D and I'm waiting for a punchline, mm. but then it gets super depressing. Um, there's not much to it. It just gets more depressing as it goes. Mm. The dude's, I felt like the dude's voice was like all I could hear. Like it was, I don't know if it was just extra loud over the music or what. I don't have much left to say about it. I guess I'll give it like, I can't give it a high rating. I got to give it like a, a one five. Really? Yeah. I'm floored by that yeah i'm absolutely yeah really i i couldn't love this any more than what i do uh this is amigo the devil this is his new uh, single he's got an album coming out this year this is a song called another man's grave um nothing he writes is happy yeah um but they all have like a twist in them like Mm -hmm. there's always something in it that will make you laugh a little bit you know this song is a, it's a hard one. The, the line that gets me in the song is when he says it's like biting the gun, but the safety is on. Mm-hmm. That song, I mean, that part of the song fucking hits me so fucking hard. It's not even funny. Um, and this song came out like my my final uh, deep dive into the dark river in 2020, which was right around November, early December. And uh, if it, it, this actually pulled me out, like this out uh, this song, like see, I can I listen to stuff like this and I'm like. Hey, could be worse. <laughs> like, but I, I think, I think it depends. So, so something like this because it's a little bit louder right now because the other two songs were, you know, were one thing. Yeah. Um, I think if you heard, so one thing about him is he does like album versions now. This is going to be his third album, 
But then he does just him and a guitar mm -hmm. versions because that's how he does it live. And uh, that's on YouTube. I should probably put that in our group and see have you guys listen to that one too and tell me i would i'd be interested to see what you think of that mm -hmm. i think you'd like that better because it's just him and a guitar in the middle of the woods like mic'd up but it's that's it yep. you know him and an acoustic guitar or a banjo he'll play a banjo once in a while yeah you've played him before and i've liked i've liked it just this one i think you'd really enjoy him as an artist because yeah. you're like you're into that culture wall you're into that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um but this one this one hits hard man it's 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 a hard. It, I think in this one's one of those ones where if you hear it the wrong, after two like banger songs like if you yeah. Hear it, so I, I I didn't know how else to play it, but I just wanted to play the song because I've, yeah. I've been holding on on to it for a couple of weeks now. Right. So before we jump into Steve's, I gotta take a quick piss. I also have. To, are you gonna pee out your butthole? No, just okay. my just also, my urethra. I also need to pee, so I right, might as well, we'll just, just pause it. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey there. We took a piss break. You didn't need to know that, but you heard us talking about it before we stopped. You also didn't probably even know that we paused, but guess what? We did. So. Fuck you. Um, we're, on the fucking, we're on the Steve's picks. He's going to blast your ears. I'm interested to see what happens. Have you Did anything that we play today sway what you were going to play, or, or were you set? Um, the only thing I decided was not to play a 10-minute song just because – just to not play a 10-minute song. It's not the day. No. Especially after Amigo the Devil. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. I killed that for you. <laughs> All now, right. now, I've never seen – I've never seen Steve feel like – Man, that was just too depressing to even enjoy. I was like, wow. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm actually happy that I got some kind of emotion out of this, right? I didn't think that was possible. Not that kind of emotion, anyways. All right. Ready to roll? Let's do it. Let's do it.
Rush. Did you see the Rush poster <laughs> yeah, in there? Fucking snobs. Fucking yuck. <laughs> Go suck Giddy Lee's dick. Getty Lee, not Giddy Lee. <laughs> Coming from the motherfucker that can't Giddy pronounce ha- shit. I don't want to hear nothing. Well, you just heard it. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him keep diabetes. Him. Fucking looking motherfucker. No, that's Gary. I'm, I'm gonna keep <laughs> calling him Giddy because he's Giddy when he sings. Today's Tom Sawyer. He's a real, real. Whatever the fuck he sings. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. My, fuck you. My, I'll make my, noise. My Giddy Lee impression fucking got you going. He's the one that's gonna get mad at you for making noise. <laughs> you goddamn Frankenstein clodhoppers over there fucking almost killed our power. Yeah, you still got it. Stop complaining, you fucking girl. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Uh, go ahead, Ray. If I can get my phone out of whatever I just dropped. It. Mm-hmm. Way to go, guy. Way to go. Ooh. Kitty Lee would have been ready. All right. I got some loud, very lo-fi black metal with winding guitars. Uh, not over... Uh, I, I put not over because the song wasn't over. Uh, cool lead almost reminds me of a Nintendo game. Uh, drums are heavy in this. I gave it a 2.9 because I would have given it a 3, but I thought it dragged a little bit. Yeah. I put a uh, nice black metal. Uh, production is actually solid, too. Uh, the break is a nice change. Feels more like 80s power metal in the middle to me than anything else, which actually was a nice highlight for me. Uh, otherwise, the song is a pretty standard, straightforward black metal song. With the middle section is what boosted this song up for me. Uh, I gave it a 2.5 mainly because of that nice power section yeah this is a new band for me it's called transylvania with an i instead of a y uh came out this year 2021 yep okay i haven't listened to the whole thing yet um plan to but uh to me it's a mix of thrash and black metal um but i definitely could see what you're saying about the power metal in the middle yeah just had a big like arena feel to me in the middle yep (laughs) excuse me Nice. Overall, very good. Second track. Second track. I got uh, vocals uh, low and guttural behind a wall of distortion. Uh, Good groove. Death metal. Chaotic. uh, Nice and chuggy. Slows down for one last perfect time. I gave this a three. Cool. Opens up with a nice thick uh, bass riff that got me very excited. And then takes a very muddy turn. This is about as muddy as Ray's undercarriage after a big breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Underneath it has a solid groove and has some hints of polish uh, in a few spots, almost like Ray finally cleaned himself off with a bidet, but never quite got I've all never the got the to sludge. use one of those. Maybe if he did, this wouldn't have been as, uh, so muddy. Uh, oh, the break groove section uh, near the last part actually pulled the song back for me. This was like a 1 5 until then, and it got out up to a 2 and a quarter. Uh, this had highlights in the background that I liked a lot. But otherwise, it just sounded like a wall of noise. Yeah, I think the highlight is when they decide to add some groove into the mix. And it, it hits a lot. There's a lot of nice groove parts in it. But it, there's a... Uh, oh, man. That fucking just nonstop, like, sound. I think part of that is the the production. And this is a, one of my little demo specials. Oh, I... <laughs> no. It could have fooled me. Yeah. Uh, band is Cryptworm. Song okay. is reeking gunk of abhorrence. Sounds like Ray's undercarriage. Yeah, so it was, so it was fitting, very fitting. <laughs> Almost like yeah, sounds like Ray's undercarriage. <laughs> I wipe good. Yeah, come on, dog. I've seen your bare ass. I know what's in, in between them cheeks. <laughs> what the fuck? fuck you, man. It's like it's weird, like two, motherfucker. It's like, it's like two brillo pads trying to fuck. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ain't no way you clean it off. <laughs> All right. Third track. I uh, got a nice mellow change from the last two. Laugh aloud. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> has a gothic death metal, black metal feel. This sounds like Agaloc from the background from the guitars. A uh, nice relaxing track. I gave this one a 2.75. Uh, nice journey uh, for the open. It was a nice big building journey of a song. Uh gets kind of mellow and dreamy which is a, a good palate cleanser compared to everything else that we've listened to today and then a little bass riff into some faster evil uh that punched me in the face in a kind way um has a great pace change overall solid ride of a song i didn't really take a lot of notes on this because i was actually just enjoying it so i give it a two eight this is this is a really really solid song cool this is another one that's a new band for me it's, their name is mother of graves uh it's an ep that dropped this year again yeah. already hot and heavy this year you hear that Agaloc fucking guitar sound? I, can, I didn't pick it up on my oh. own, but now that yeah. you said it, I, I I think I could hear that. Yeah, yeah. just the guitar though. Not yeah, the, the like, guitar. The, of the song. Yeah. yeah. Mother yeah, of Graves. Yep. And the first one was Transylvania with an eye. Yep. And then Cryptworm. Overall, one word. Th- this is uh. See, we, the themes help break it up because for a little while there, it's I don't know why, but it, all the all the randoms that we were doing. After a while, it kind of just seemed like we were just playing the same shit. Even yeah. though a lot of today felt like what we all play, it mm-hmm. brought up, but it was like a like a palate cleanser almost. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But like having a week or two, so that it, I'm glad that we started bringing those back. Next week, we'll go back to a theme. We'll have to come up with something. Yeah, when we're doing randoms, it's just, I hear some stuff that we like, whereas with themes, you got to put a little more thought into it, mm-hmm. and maybe it might be it might be what you like, but a little bit different than yeah, yeah. what you like. And it makes you th- it makes you think. It's like homework. Even yeah. even doing the fucking top fives, I had to think about that. Yeah. You know, I had to actually sit and fucking come up with some stuff. So we'll uh we'll, we'll have some more fun soon. That was a fun show though. It was a good, interesting mix of songs. Uh, I feel like today was like uh, if you put our three personalities in the music on paper, we just played what we would have. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much like it was all stereotypical stuff for all what we all play mm-hmm. essentially. Uh. Yeah, I can't even. I was gonna say like outside of the Amigo the Devil, but that's not that is stereotypical. Of what I, I listen to a lot of shit like that. So yeah, I can't uh, can't say anything. But that was a uh, fun ride. Uh, Raymond, uh, last year for your birthday we went record shore hopping record and uh, ate some ate oh, some yeah. fucking barbecue. Today we just talked about your undercarriage a lot, which <laughs> I, I mean I'll take either one. But I'm glad you like it. Happy birthday, Raymond! I think it's tomorrow, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Outside of that, um, yeah, go listen to the other shows. We uh, did an 80s special last week that dropped recently, and uh, the week before that, I think it was just, what What did we do the week um, before? The theme before that was... Underrated Guitar? No. Nope. Uh, what, what was it? I don't remember. I don't know. Go fucking listen. We'll find <laughs> out. Go back and listen. Good thing, we, good thing we take good fucking notes on ourselves, huh? Um Let's see. That one was Wishlist the Band's Not Scheduled to Drop an Album. but we, So that was a top five mixed with the theme. Those, right, that was yeah, the blend. That, that was, yeah, bands we want to drop an album that haven't dropped mm. an album in a long time. Yep. That's right. Yep. Uh, so that was, which was actually, a, that was a really interesting uh, set of music to that day. That was all over the fucking place. That was a good set too. So go back and listen to that. And then next week we don't we we'll even talk about it yet, so we'll have to figure that out. We're also going to be doing. Uh, we were talking. Um, I'd like to start the review thing next week. It's still separate. The end of the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So, so would maybe that be... we'll maybe we'll not do a top five. And yeah, that's what I'm say. In, in lieu of a top five, we'll do so that. that the show isn't fucking three hours long. Yeah. yeah. So today, well, tonight we'll th- we'll have to pick a today. We'll at some point tonight we'll go back and forth and try to pick out. A, my phone got an update, so I don't. You know that little bubble thing you get for the messenger? I don't yeah. have it anymore, so that's why I haven't seen a lot of what's been going on. So for anyone wondering what we're talking about, we're gonna pick a specific year, probably somewhere in the eighties. And each we're each gonna we're gonna do a review every month at the at the end of the month of a song of a of an album from that year, mm-hmm. and uh, all three of us are gonna pick four albums to review. We're not gonna make just this list ahead of time of what no, we're, we're yeah we're just gonna pick when it's, one when and, it's my time. It. I'm just gonna look at that year, look at what albums came out, and go all right that one. Right. It's, I'm not gonna put too much thought into it. Yeah, and we're not gonna do track by track or anything. We're, what we're gonna do is give. Uh, if there's any highlights at all, we'll give our we'll maybe pick two or three songs to highlight and tell you that you should check out. We'll and probably then, give you a synopsis before before we yeah. do the review of the band of the band and the album and what they've influenced, if anything, yep. and shit like that. Yep, and then uh, go from there, and uh, we'll just hopefully everybody enjoys and it. And it might be a good way for us to all find new music, old old new music. It might yeah. be stuff that people uh, we don't know and other people Overlooked. don't know because uh, you know we dig. And we find shit that nobody knows, so I'm yeah. sure that it's not going to be fucking Van Halen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, not I'm, that we won't. No, we but might. I mean, there, there very well could be an album, depending on the year that we picked. There very well could be an album or two from bigger bands, just because yeah. you, you have to, like, you can't, you can't ignore certain albums right. and certain bands. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to try to not pick four obvious albums. Like, so yeah. if we pick, if we pick '84, I'm going to try not to pick like. Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna try to pick fucking something in between. There, I think you know? I'm gonna try to pick stuff that I've heard about and don't really know. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That's that's more. Where, again, I might throw in a classic out, like a truly classic album. Right. In there, yeah, I think it'll be year, but. more interesting to go into, like you just said, albums that you never really kind of gave a chance and you might actually like mm-hmm. just from yeah. doing this or hate or hate because yeah. that could fucking happen. Also, oh yeah, uh, that could happen real easily. And then that hopefully will give us a... Uh, it'll be interesting to see if, like, say it's an album that we all listen to and we all pick out, like, the same three highlight songs. You know what I mean? Like, yep. oh, hey, yeah, you know, these are my three highlight songs also out of the album. We're not, again, not a track by track, but just a nice little highlight. If there's any lowlights, too, hey, this song fucking sucked. You know what I mean? Like, don't be afraid to be like, yeah, I'm, I couldn't I couldn't take it. Because that could happen also. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's it. So we're, uh, we're going to move on and... Uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.